0: I grabbed the animal by the throat and I slit its neck. <laughs> it may have just been the things Where he was saying.
1: Where you supposed to have been from there? That just was somewhere between London and Kentucky.
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to an Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast you can tell as many people about as you like, but no one will believe you. Try it! i mean Ian Whittington, and with me, as always, is the only halfway decent entry in an otherwise disappointing universe of monsters. It's Sean Ferry.
1: That is accurate and fair. Hello. And
0: a compliment for once. Yeah, go. I, yeah.
1: I didn't it's see that rare. one coming.
0: Oh, because yeah, good. Thank you. Leave the jokes to the people that get paid to write jokes. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. Um, got nothing.
0: How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to see Hamilton. Well, you
1: said it. Okay, great. I was going to try and sneak in a bunch of jokes in between now and then, great. I'm so jealous you oh, absolutely. Really? So oh wait, let's.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm doing a big trip to New York in a couple of weeks and we're going to see Hamilton. Nice. Um so did you see that there was uh, what spawned this was that there was a video of the current cast of Hamilton singing happy birthday to Jonathan Larson behind the scenes. Jonathan Larson?
1: Yeah. Okay, grand So I, I was like, you know, the one who. Oh, no, died I didn't mix the up the musicals.
0: 90s. No, but he he would have been 60. That's grand Okay, cool. Yeah. So,
1: so, but not grand Sorry, just like, I was kind of like, you know.
0: Grand, Well, wow, You know, he didn't right write that?
1: Hamilton. Um, wait, am, I, am no, I mixed
0: up? But, but did but he Lin write Lin Manuel Miranda did. <laughs> and Lin Manuel Miranda had stuff to do with TikTok. Lin Manuel Rwanda. Rwanda. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I did not say Rwanda. Yeah, yeah. My goodness, this is a great start. Anyway, if you haven't seen that video, I would look it up because they do kind of a mashup of thirty ninety into um, the the one from Tick Tick Boom. That's the missing song. The
1: oh yeah, yeah I remember us talking about this on the podcast because it's missing. That's why my reason it. is why I don't remember the name of it.
0: Uh-huh, and then another one which was Everyone Who's Anyone Who's Everyone Who's Ever Been five That song as well, but it's great. Thousand... Um, it, it does like a few notes of that as a transition into the next song. It's just immediately recognisable music, I think. And it was such a tease. They didn't actually put any words to it, but yeah, it's really, really good. Great, okay, definitely um,
1: I will watch that. Um, yeah, definitely look for that. So then randomly, so that that thing comes out and someone just goes, I know! Seventeen tickets to Hamilton, please. Yes. And uh, well, that's great. And like, have you completely <laughs> readjusted the budget for the company for the year, which is now gone?
0: No, it's not. No, no, no. We are we are paying for our own tickets and stuff. So, um, but it's going to be so. It's a, while you're there and they're playing and there are seats, let's do it. Um, yeah, it's not often I'm going to be in New York. So yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait.
1: I was going to ask. I mean, amazing. Have you
0: been to New York before? Yeah, this will be my second trip. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Packed in quite a bit last time, so I don't feel the pressure of, gotta do the Empire State Building in Times Square and whatnot. This will be more about, I don't know, just yeah, going wherever, to be honest.
1: Yay! The, because this has happened si- I was, I was years ago, uh, scary amount of years ago, that I was in New York, many things have happened in movies and cinema since then, but I do want to go and stand mm-hmm. in Times Square and blare the electro theme in my ears
0: oh my goodness it will be so good uh, wouldn't it uh, so good and I may have to do that anyway just give me a minute guys yeah if, if you can it's a bit like a little five minute symphony like I am um, lucky enough that I've been to Paris
1: a good few times and each time I'm just like sorry we just need to factor in the time in my day where I go and stand in the Notre Dame and fucking blare the Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, the Bells of <laughs> Notre Dame song nice yeah. nice uh, but no I nice am sick with MV, but I'm delighted for you that's going to be amazing
0: It's gonna be so good. So good. Um, To the actual news. There's news. Sorry, to the news. To the news. (laughs) I haven't found any news. News team, assemble. News team, assemble. Um.
1: What news is there? There must be something. I am, I am starting season seven of Parks and Recs. That's news. That's not news. You to me. Um, Star Trek Discovery um, is back, or will have been back since the Thursday before this episode goes live. Hopefully that'll oh. go well. <laughs> vamp <laughs> Ian, vamp, damn it.
0: Good luck editing this one together. Um, oh Christ, this is me. From-
1: Oh, don't, worry, don't worry about the news. This is all gone.
0: <laughs> Everything from Encanto is in the charts at the minute. That's kind of cool. Everything. That's kind of cool. Like, it's really, really cool. But it does make me wonder, um, like, <laughs> people that haven't seen the film, what do they think is going on right now? Because... I, it's not playing on the radio loads, but whenever there's a chart show, it's like four of the songs are going to be about a story you don't understand, I and something about hiding Bruno. I was going
1: to say, I wonder, is there any kind of like Disney mandate where you can't put in, you can't like if you're if say you have a choice of five songs are in the charts, like could you not play the one where she goes crazy and kills the whole family?
0: Yeah, should we not? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, um, but.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey, look.
1: Good for that. It's it's a bit of a banger of a soundtrack. A uh, couple obviously oh, stand out really more good. than others, and yeah, the Bruno song is is a bop.
0: It's a super bop, yeah. and it's. I like. Um. I don't know why Encanto didn't do more. Why didn't it? Why wasn't it? Well, I know why. It was the pandemic. That's a dumb question. But still, um. Well, yeah, actually, still if feels you wait like, a couple of weeks, should have had a bit
1: more. When you're in New York and you ask, Why didn't Encanto do more? and they turn around and say, What's a pandemic? you'll be able to, uh, kind of like, it'll be more of a general question. They'll be like, Yeah, why didn't it do any more? And you have one tourist going,
0: I shouldn't be here. Ah. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Um, there's going to be a murder mystery too. Great.
1: Was there I a murder mystery?
0: Yeah, Jennifer Aniston, um, Adam Sandler, Take Friends on Holiday, murder mystery film. The Netflix one.
1: I, this is complete news to me. Is it new? Is it old?
0: Oh, it's like f- three or four years old. It's crap.
1: I believe Adam Sandler is a very nice person. I just want to get that out there first. But when he, you say he he it's starring Adam, Adam Sandler, it's just like the last good film. I'm like, so... Anger Ma- no, sorry. Uncut Gems is good. Uncut Gems is very good.
0: Uncut Gems is good because it's not a Happy Madison film. Exactly. So Adam Uh Sandler,
1: sit down and hold on to your butts, guys. Adam Sandler can act. He just doesn't in a lot of He chooses not to. He
0: he doesn't need to. People pay to see him turn up and do whatever he does, which is annoying. Um, Um, And the last bit of... No, it's just escaped me. I think that's it. I think that's it. No. Oh, that was the other bit of news. Did you know that Charlie Cox is Northern Irish?
1: Didn't know. I didn't know he's Northern Irish. I knew he was British because obviously he speaks with yeah. a. Sorry to all of Britain, as I mash all of your accents into one English accent. Uh, no, so, excuse me. Actually, before I get myself he to have the shit kicked out, yes, he does.
0: Um. Okay. So yes, he does have I've an English watched...
1: accent. Have you ever watched an interview with Charlie Cox?
0: Okay, so he, at some point he's putting on an accent because I watched him do some Dungeons and Dragons with a and he was 100% had a Belfast accent. Then I'd and I'd say,
1: that's the, the put-on. Because I've seen him in interviews and stuff where it's just English accent.
0: Right. Okay, because he wasn't in character. He was describing what his character was going to do. So, it is the most... Like, it's better than Jamie Dornan's um, I was say, like, Irish you know, you're accent. just
1: thinking of Jamie Dornan here. Is, is that no, it? I'm like, not
0: thinking of Jamie... I'm not getting my Irish people confused. No. Um, I'm Right, okay, well there's an easy way to find this out. Yes, there is. Charlie... Cox. Oh no! I, be- I believe you that he's more than I am,
1: but I let's let's see if we can get like just a standard interview.
0: What right now? Uh, he's probably busy. I don't think we'll be able to get him on the no, show. No, no, no! That's quitting and talk. <laughs> oh shit! Born in London, brought up in East Sussex. You know that feeling right now of
1: your testicles re- just reducing up into your stomach?
0: Feel good? I'm not that invested. <laughs> going to say, I don't have <laughs> testicles. I wouldn't worry. Yeah. They are long gone. Um. Uh, Yeah, no, he's definitely English, but he does an absolutely stand up Belfastian accent.
1: Okay, well, that's cool. I mean, I suppose he'd want. I mean,
0: Mm. (laughs) you may have to cut this out, but the sentence he says was I grabbed the animal by the throat and I slit its neck. (laughs) It may have just been the thing he Where on earth
1: were you supposed to have been from there? That was somewhere between London and Kentucky.
0: (laughs) The edge of Belfast, yeah. Kentucky Belfast. Kentucky
1: Belfast. Yeah.
0: What was I think? I think we always, always, always do the news on the fly. We never plan it. Now like we just never, Google yeah. and go off on the tangent. I think this I is love this, that. This, this is why people are tuning in. Say like eighty-four episodes to get to a format we're happy with. <laughs> spontaneous happy, news. Happy, really. Ah. Um, spontaneous <laughs> recommends. I no, that's not spontaneous. I did, I did, I do have one. So do I recommend? Woo-hoo. I have um, finally watched *The Power of the Dog*. Oh, I believe it. Okay, what what are your thoughts? It took me three sessions, and this was this was my break from Euphoria. <laughs> I was like, "Mother, front Good door." Lord. That's this was a bad choice. Um, I liked it, but it's it's long.
1: Okay, it's two and
0: a two and a bit hours, and you feel every minute of it because it's lots of beautiful panning shots of the Wild West and lots of pondering and it's all about relationships and um, trauma basically, and being a bastard in the different ways that very similar people can end up very different depending on how they're raised Um, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch um, Did I hear
1: people talking about, I don't know if they're saying Oscar buzz, but definitely best performance
0: oh 100% Oh, there's Oscar buzz Everywhere. So This is Jane Com- Jane Campion, yes. um, who's really really good. She's a great director. Yes, I remember um,
1: the piano, which I believe is still airing somewhere. It was not. It's good yeah, film. It's still it's going. Not a short film.
0: Mm. No, she um, has a vision and definitely takes her time with that vision. But that's not a bad thing. It's just it wasn't what I was in the mood for the first session. But the second session, I was super duper into it. Okay. Um, so yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch is an absolute bastard in this film um, and you think he's just cruel for the sake of being cruel but it, as expected it's more complicated um, he's actually doing it for uh, twitter he, following yes indeed cool. he is um, kind of mean to his brother and his new wife uh, who is um, the mean. one who played um, MJ in Spider-Man Shall can I, I remember her name no no Oh no!
1: Sorry, MJ. I thought no. I thought that's why you couldn't remember. No, you, uh, so Kirsten Dunst.
0: Kirsten Dunst. Sorry, yes, I you. thought you were saying. Thank
1: it. You. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlene was the cut MJ from the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh my- that's why I was thinking because I mean like, cuz yes. in fairness Ian right. I was just like how could anyone ever forget Kirsten Dunst's name
0: Correct correct yeah but just because like The Amazing Spider-Man is my favorite Spider-Man film so it doesn't mean it's my only point of reference for the Spider-Man universe Don't know <laughs> If it didn't happen in those two films it's not canon mm. mm. Don't know <laughs> Anyway the film is very 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 good I really enjoyed it but it is a long hard watch um so, kind of put yourself in the mindset of watching Titanic. <laughs> if you're okay. in the mood to watch Titanic, give this film a shot. It's gorgeous, though. It's gorgeous. If you like westerns, actually, as in looking at the old west, then, yeah, you'll enjoy this. Yeah, good movie. Enjoyed it. Benedict Cumberbatch masturbates. Uh,
1: you can't just drop that a in at the end. Like, for God's sake. He did. Yeah, uh, well, okay, fair. Um, <laughs> He's naked for a good portion of this yeah. film as well. Yeah. Uh, Okay, reaction as a straight man. What 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 are you thinking?
0: Um, exactly what I expected. Um, like he's obviously not going to the gym. He's a very tall man. Um, so, but he he's definitely he's worked on the arms and the pecs, is what I'll say. Um, and you see the tip of his penis, but not the lower tip, the upper tip. I would be actually after, after the scenes were cut from
1: Star Trek Into Darkness, I would be also like, I'm not going to the gym unless it's written into my contract that I get like glory shots. Because otherwise Yeah, yeah. exactly Because he got ripped <clears throat> For Into Darkness And none of it's in the film Oh man uh, That's disappointing uh, Disappointing that he was Forced to be ripped As well I like, don't think he was I think that's oh, the thing Oh he was just like I'm going to do uh, it A bit like uh, Tom Hiddleston Put on a fierce ton of muscle Because he auditioned for
0: Thor yeah, Exactly uh, And then there's like Nah Still not enough Hems of terms up And you're just like Well Shit it, it Kind of <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think now if I'd
1: recommend for you because again I, I've done that normal thing where a week has gone by and I haven't sat down to watch anything because I talked about the All of Us Here Are Dead last week right that was the, the yes. Korean zombie series that's very good yeah um, I've really had a chance Parks and Rec I mean I could recommend it it's very much fun I realise it's quite a few years old now but I'm on the final season everyone has recommended yeah. it yeah <laughs> um, and that's that's pretty much it. Started rewatching *Bridesmaids* last night. I think you hate *Bridesmaids*. Is that right? I hate *Bridesmaids*. It's a terrible film. You're wrong. I judge you. But it is. It is quite enjoyable. Yeah, you're wrong. But then again, you're, you're a misogynist, you're so at least you wear that on well, your sleeve. Believe-
0: yes, no, I do happily. Yeah. I you like you I watch *The Invisible
1: you. Man* and you root for the Invisible Man.
0: You didn't. <laughs> to the Invisible to Man. To the Invisible Man. Woo! Um. <laughs> Right. This was your recommend, Sean. Why recommend. did you push us to watch this? You absolute gaslighter. Uh,
1: well, I mean, yeah. Did you, you see me going like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah.
0: That's the plot of the
1: film. Uh, no, I really, yes. really like this film. Um, saw it just after it came because this came out very start of lockdown. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: and early 2020, it's, I think. So. Very start of lockdown. I believe I covered that. Just that Sick. could be twenty nineteen, you absolute gov- golf ball.
1: Excuse me, March seventeenth is St. Patrick's Day, which is the day where lockdown began in Ireland. Okay? Get stuffed <laughs> with a cricket bat in your ear. Wow. Um, cricket. Yeah, exactly. You're a Brit. So <laughs> Amazing. Right, <clears throat> focus. Uh, this is a holdover, sort of stand on its own from the dark universe, the, mm-hmm. the you know the, the universal monsters thing, which if they'd led with this, we might have a dark universe now. My goodness, yes, uh, I get the like trusted Blumhouse a bit more to be honest. Well, that's true, Blumhouse. I mean, we've talked about this before. Blumhouse has done so. It's not that it's perfect; there are still duds, but it's done so much for horror. Uh, mm. In the last in the last few year, and like, brilliant. I'm I'm here for it. Um, there's a actually, there's a reboot slash sequel coming. O- oh, we covered it the other week. Scream is not Blumhouse. There was talks about that going to Blumhouse when the whole Weinstein mm. company collapsed. But yeah, I reckon Spyglass must have moved in quickly because otherwise it seems like just a natural Blumhouse thing. Anyway,
0: oh, it does totally, totally does.
1: So this is so um. It's, far, it's quite a complicated story in the, in the amount of themes that go into it. And mm, I personally completely. like how they it, because you have your problem straight away is how do we have our main villain in this? You know? Uh,
0: well, yeah, exactly.
1: You know, it's like, the Invisible Man, is he just the man that always stands around the corner? <coughs> um,
0: because you assume that the Invisible Man is going to be the good guy? If you're going to be in like this monster universe type thing almost. Um, or he's going to be your focal point point. Um, and he's just not exactly yeah,
1: exactly. yeah so I would agree yeah, with the second one um, focal point definitely not a good guy so we're probably oh, sorry are you thinking of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mm,
0: I wasn't really thinking of anything just the concept of a man that can be invisible like if you're gonna if he's gonna be part of the monster universe he needs to be nicer than the person we see in this film is what I'm getting at Oh, it Was he always intended to be the, the villain? So he's a bastard.
1: The Invisible Man, oh, okay. he's driven mad. So in the H.D. Wells story, he is driven mad by his... It's a concoction in the H.D. Wells story, because obviously they didn't mm. have camera suits. So yes. he takes a bunch of chemicals... <laughs> we don't
0: yeah. have camera suits, just to clarify. <laughs> yeah, well, well,
1: sure. I'm behind you! Yeah. Uh, well, we do. They're called morph suits, except you just need a little bit of work on them. Green screen, yeah. yeah. Um And yeah so basically he's driven mad by his own creation standard kind of Frankenstein type thing you know yeah. his own creation basically destroys him then like over the century or so that kind of gets reworked a little bit because it's a fantastic power to have isn't it that you can turn invisible mm. which means oh definitely anything. it's crazy you can be a murderer obviously but you can be a spy you could be working for the good guys you can be yeah, and they can turn that on its head like you're as weak as piss but you can turn invisible nobody can see yeah, exactly, you exactly yeah. yeah so there was a an okay-ish movie in the early two thousands. Hollow Man. Did you ever see it? Oh no, but I know of it. And I don't think I've watched it. It's it's okay. It's it's not. It's by no means dreadful. Put it that way. Like it's mm. early two thousands kind of horror schlock, but it takes that Invisible Man idea and adapts it to then modern times. At this creation, the the power, the door it opens, and there's some pretty dark stuff. Like it's got. It's a film that is not better than the sum of its parts.
0: Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah,
1: like, there's some really, like, okay stuff going on in the film, but overall <laughs> the film itself is your standard kind of action flick. Yeah. Um, then you come to this film, which I would say this is as good as the sum of its parts. Uh, it's very much a film one. I mean, like, it's definitely, you, like... Spoiler, not spoiler. It's set up for a sequel that I don't know if we'll ever get now because.
0: I would love to. I really would. I'm gonna quickly Google. Is there gonna be? I... Oh oh. Oh, it is happening. Oh,
1: good, good, because good. you can do this. It is independent of fucking dark universe. I mean, like, great. Oh, of course we, you can. 100%. Great if we get there, but this has nothing to do. There is nothing about the mummy in this. There's nothing about Dracula in this. Like this stands completely on its own, and it does it in a scientific way, as opposed to any kind of
0: supernatural way. Now, I say that I want a sequel to this, and this is really that the wrong time to have the discussion about a sequel. But um, what, what's going to happen in it? Because I don't want her to turn into.
1: Yeah, I know him,
0: and it's you're not going to have like the best moments in this film. Are, are the shit that he does, and it's it's the abuse of he the power. gets yeah exactly it's the abuse of the power of the power and I don't want her to abuse it because I quite like her even though she's a bit twisted, um understandably twisted, um I'm not too sure what they're gonna do with it. Let's well let's go through the film
1: and then we'll have the same conversation at the end because I know I know what you mean I absolutely yeah. hear your hesitation there so this film is less about a man who can turn invisible than it's about domestic abuse
0: totally 100% and gaslighting
1: and it's that's it's frightening like it is because take the fantastical out of it take the invisible suit out of it and everyone is very ready to be like yes dear
0: Oh, nobody, it's... And that's the gaslighting part, is that she, nobody believes her. Like, she has evidence that her... Well, we, we've we done this without doing the synopsis again. Ian, so what's what's this film let's about? Let's do Go the on. synopsis. Yeah. What's the synopsis? Cecilia Cass escapes as covertly as possible from her abusive boyfriend. A few days later, it is discovered that he has committed suicide. Um, she kind of breathes a sigh of relief until shit starts going weird. So, uh, an email is sent to her um, friend, sister, sorry, is sent to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sent to her sister saying, I don't want you in my life. Um, shit starts moving around in the house. Um, her best friend, who she's staying with, her da- his daughter, is punched and made to believe that it's her that. that It's Cecilia that did it. Basically, everything keeps going wrong. And she figures out that um, the tech expert that was her boyfriend has created some kind of invisibility suit that's allowing him to fuck with her. Um, Nobody believes her. And she has to take matters into her own hands.
1: And and she does very well. So I love that aspect of the film where it's not just... I need to get evidence. I need to do this. It's about confronting your own fears. She has to go back into the house because in any film ever where you escape a situation, we as the audience are screaming at the screen, "Keep going! Don't turn back!" Run away! Ah. Run away! Um, And I think we are given enough. No, no, I am with her when she goes into that house. You know, like oh, totally. And there's a. There is a. It's both telegraphed and done really well. The twist at the end is telegraphed very, very well in that scene. I was just like, (laughs) oh yeah. But where are they like what? what Oh, oh, oh. Brilliant. Oh, that's
0: what she's gonna do. Yeah. Um she's what I like about her is that she is she's sympathetic, but she's she's extremely intelligent as well. So she's 100 percent a victim and she is living pretty much everyone's worst nightmare. But when she gets past the the panic and the anxiety, she always has a plan, and it can be like a really desperate plan. But she's just like not giving up, and she would absolutely be forgiven for just burying her head and being like, "You've taken everything from me. I can't do this anymore." Yeah. But she keeps going. She is so ruthless and and relentless in making sure that this this isn't the end of her. Uh, there is like there's so many standout scenes uh, across the board. I think
1: uh, I mean Elizabeth Moss is. Fantastic in this film she's insanely good so good Um, but yeah but across the board everyone's very good Oliver Cohen Jackson he doesn't get an awful lot to do on screen but when he is there I think he plays quite a menacing quiet you know abusive partner so I think he's very good I had only just recently Mm. watched uh, Hill House so that's where I first saw him he's in Hill House and Bly Manor Um, oh okay
0: I knew I recognised him is he the one that's um addicted to drugs is he the drug addict yes
1: that's him Yeah, I mean not
0: yes for drug addicts but (laughs) yes I got it right yes
1: exactly yeah um and help me out her best friend's name it's just gone out of my head um
0: Harriet Aldous Hodge Aldous Hodge the best friend yeah he's so good I love him because he was in Leverage and I loved him in that TV show um and he, yeah, man, he's so good in this in this film. He was one of my favourite characters because he is just there... Um, he was in Leverage, but... Yeah, he was, sorry. And um, he's just there, like, no matter what. Yes. Like, he's just, I'm going to support you. I don't care if you've, you've gone slightly bonkers. He's the only one that doesn't not believe her up until a point. As soon as his daughter is in trouble, then he's just like... I'm gonna remove my daughter from this situation. Then I'll. um... Then we'll talk about and what happens it. next. And
1: even then, it's not like, "Oh, get out of my house!" You've clearly just slapped no. my daughter. He knows her well enough to be like, "There's obviously stuff going on here." Now I need to deal with the immediate, which is my daughter. Mm-hmm. Then we can, then we can look yeah. at this. Yeah, and that's so that measured. He's so them.
0: so reassuring because um, it's so easy to even take that away from her, but. He's yeah, he's so consistent and just a reassuring comfort. And I think you need those touchstones in these types of films, or else it's all doom and gloom, and you're just like, oh, I fucking hate this. Like she, the world is horrible. Exactly.
1: She there's such a journey of growth for her in the film that when mm. the setbacks happen, I feel it. I really yes. feel it. You're just like, no, she was doing so well. You know, yeah. like you know, or, or you know, and he's just come back, and I feel the anger at him. There's no kind mm-hmm. of like oh she has slipped because we know. I mean the film's called the Invisible Man. No, There's at never all. a question as to, you know, from the audience's point of view, he was going to be there. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: And um, I like the line that this walks between um, psychological thriller, abusive film, and paranormal activity kind style of. horror film because like th- there isn't the first like quarter of it is paranormal because. The my favourite thing it did was what Paranormal Activity did which was you focus on a scene for example Cecilia is making breakfast and stuff happens in the scene um, Aldous Hodge's character comes in grabs some food disappears and then Cecilia leaves the kitchen but the camera stays behind and you're like Oh fuck. Yeah. And just just the fact that the camera is still there, it's like something's gonna happen in this room and your eyes are darting everywhere, and slowly the gas just gets turned up and a fire starts in the kitchen and everyone comes running back in. There's a few times it happens where nothing happens, and you need that for the eventual payoff when something does happen, but it didn't rely on there are there's one big jump scare in this in this film and it's two I will say two. What's your second one?
1: Um I'm going to say one is restaurant and one is ladder. That's not a jump scare. Are you kidding me?
0: No, because that's telegraphed in, that's telegraphed. It's we'll get to that in a minute. The the jump scare, the one in the attic isn't telegraphed at all. I disagree. I disagree. We'll get to that bit. Okay. I, we'll get to that. bit. I might be wrong. Um but when the jumps the jumpscares are sparing it's not close the fridge door BAM
1: oh I hate that in films behind the fridge we get it it's been done it's
0: my biggest problem with Scream is that Scream takes the piss out of it and then fucking does it anyway He's like nope don't have your cake and spoon feed it to me too yes Um, but yeah in this film it's used really really well it's just yeah the, the suspense and the the horror elements of it are so so good Um. But yeah, let's let's go on to that big jump scare. So uh, she's
1: yes. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you take the ladder, I'll take the restaurant and the audience okay. can decide.
0: Yes. Um so she's um in the house on her own completely. Um she's convinced that um, her ex-boyfriend is still alive. She rings his phone and the phone starts ringing. It's in the house. She goes up into the attic like a good little horror victim um and looks around Um, finds the phone and then creeps her way back to the ladder hearing a noise grabs a tin of paint and chucks it down the ladder and then oh you see this like a golf ball pivoted face and then the outline of a body but the sound behind it i rewound this like five or six times because the sound design on it was so 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 good and I jumped out of my little knickers. It's so so scary. It's so ominous. But after that, he's disappeared and he's gone. And it's it kind of gives you some space to breathe after that initial. Oh my god! I'm gonna die. Um, that you said at that, that moment was in the trailer. The And ang- that is so disappointing.
1: It, I mean, like lads, what are you Come doing do that trip? Because that is a proper. Oh no, I, I that is a proper lep off the chair moment yeah
0: uh-huh. it's so well done and it's yeah I am baffled there are two massive moments like that in the film and to put one of them in the trailer is uh, nonsense and it, I was um, it's the better of the two I do think mm-hmm. my second
1: one is a good jump scare but it is the better of the two because it's like la, 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 la.
0: well paint shouldn't Ovoch. just form a human form like that Nope, it really shouldn't. And it's the first time that it's... All the way up until that point, even though you know the film is called Invisible Man, it could have been a double bluff. Mm. And that uh, it would have been so cruel, but it could have been that there was nothing all along and she even imagined well everything.
1: of abuse. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it could be that. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, but give give us your one, and I'll explain why it isn't a jump scare. So uh, my one is so yes, this email had been
1: sent to her sister from her account, going basically say away from me, you're a piece of crap. I don't want to be near you, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And they get a touch, and like, all right, well let's clear the air straight away. Which they do. There's none really of this kind of like, oh you definitely sent this to me. That's like, oh okay. You know it's like oh thank god. And yeah. they're in a restaurant. It's a public fight. space. Where are you safe? in horror movies it's public spaces you know oh, know I mean? uh, oh. and so and the camera you don't notice it's doing this but the camera goes from facing cecilia facing mm-hmm. her sister facing cecilia faces her sister who has this strange look on her face you're like what goes back to cecilia and it takes you a second and there's yes. a fucking knife hovering beside cecilia's head <laughs> and the next thing Swipe across the sister's throat, and she and Cecilia—it cuts back to her and the look of shock, and she just out of reflex, as because the knife yep. is flying towards her, she just grabs the knife, and then the camera yep. pans out enough to see that she's holding a knife and her sister's throat just been cut. It, what well, I would nearly kind of fell off the chair at that point. It was it's like,
0: awesome. It's so uh-huh. so good because it lets you put the pieces together. Because yeah, like you don't know what her sister is looking at. You see the knife hovering, and it's like, what's going on here? And then it all happens so quickly. And you're just in. You're in Cecilia's, um, in her mindset of looking at the knife, looking at her sister, who's now dead, and you almost get into the answer at the same time of, I've just been set up, this bastard. How has he managed to pull this off? Um, It's so, so good. I, I never, ever expected... That to happen, yeah. like that was the that was that caught me off guard so so much. The only reason I don't think it's a jump scare is because it does kind of telegraph what's happening with the knife floating in the air. You know something's gonna happen, and it wasn't like a, bam! I'm here and this is scary. You it knew something was, was going to happen more, when you heard the creature on the No, just, but there's jump scares are more about the sound that's behind it as well. Like there's a deafening, bam! <laughs> behind the one with the ladder, the, it's not a jump scare; it's a kill. Is every kill in a screen movie a jump scare? No, but when it comes out of nowhere and the guy's invisible,
1: it's very much a jump scare.
0: No, it's not because I didn't jump. I just went, "Holy shit, that's fucked up." <sighs> but it, it is really fucked up. I
1: Still don't understand film.
0: Anyway, so wow, uh, <laughs> lol. Um
1: We actually th- there's a, there's a couple of good things. Well, th- y- you mentioned this about gaslighting. Like this film is, mm. unfortunately, it's a masterclass in gaslighting as well. Yeah. Um, you know when she goes to the interview and all the files are missing out of her portfolio, oh, and, and it makes oh. her look unprepared. I I thought mm-hmm. I'd be, this is long before we know, like again, audience we know, but like this is before there's even mm-hmm. a hint of man has an invisibility suit. Yeah. Uh, it's like, and you can see her going, no, like I remember putting. Maybe this, this in was here. me. Maybe I'm being scatty. Uh,
0: um, <clears throat> there's so many the. What's so insidious about it is that there's so many things he could do to torture her, but he tortures the people around her and pins it on her. Ostracize her, so, pull her off. Exactly, he and the more her. she protests, yeah, the more she protests, the more ridiculous she looks. But yeah, the more she's ostracized, the more he thinks that she's pushed back into his arms and that he's the only option. I'm the only one who loves
1: you, baby. I'm the only one who's here for you watch oh, as everyone understands it you. oh it's yeah it's oh, in it's a way horrible. it's classic abusive behavior but then dialed mm-hmm. up for this modern age and then with well, classic movie horror thrown in on top of it as well
0: it's it's a it's such a good and terrifying metaphor because in in so many ways men are invisible in the ways that they do this like they do this without being seen like it's <coughs> men are just getting away with this shit every single day <coughs> excuse me men are getting away with this shit every single day as if they are invisible and that's been that's the the whole thing behind like the me too movement as well is that we need to talk about the people that are doing this and how they're just getting away because it's accepted but the film's a great metaphor for it because he literally is invisible so it's not a subtle metaphor but he may as well be like he doesn't need a suit to be invisible. Men are pulling this off without a suit at all. They're just getting away with this shit. The film, the film makes a de-
1: deliberate choice to include Aldis Hodge's character because you could go down the get out route, and no, no, every single white person in this film is a villain. You could do that. You um, could do that in the yeah, yeah. In, yeah. You could do that in this. Like no, no every single man is a villain because mm-hmm. um cheeky plug to a podcast I'm on at the moment it's called the F- uh, feminist babysitter but uh my good friend dr carl quigley she has she has a fair point when she says of course it's not all men no one's saying mm-hmm. it's not all men but also yes it is because everyone who enables behavior everyone who says nothing everyone who has the possibility mm. of doing these things so this film absolutely would be forgiven going, every single man is a bastard. And almost, to a T, they are. Except for her friend. Yeah. And it's always platonic. Oh. I like that as well. There's never a... Oh, well, they won't that they, so much. They don't go they don't, that.
0: We don't need it at all. And the one time he does doubt her, it's to protect his daughter. It, like It's totally understandable. It's a good reason,
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to oh, any number of nonsense reasons that are in other films. And I think that's to the film's mm-hmm. strength. I don't feel... I, we as men, we do not need good representation there's enough films out there that'll do that oh my goodness, yeah I believe it's called the MCU Uh, yeah, there's enough heroes out there exactly Exactly. and so, it makes the decision and and I think as well, it makes the ending all that more powerful, because Mm. it's her and Aldous Hodge, and you can see it in his face he's like
0: uh-huh Hmm. Yeah. I know what's going on here, and he just—he accepts it as well. Like yes. he accepts that. Uh, I love when he's. She's like. So, what do you think happened here? And he's like. It's like a suicide to me. He's <laughs> like he knows exactly what happened. Um, yeah, I'm not going to condone murder, but uh, I kind of condone murder here. <laughs> like you know, just you know, we'll do it on a case by case. Yeah. Yeah. Case by case. it Um, And I think one of my favourite things about the film as well is that usually when you have a story like this that's about gaslighting and abuse, like the, the woman in the window jumps to mind, it's usually one or the other, and if it does both it doesn't work, so the woman in the window, just to spoil it, ends bizarrely with a slasher ending. So, there is just this big third act fight that turns into basically a f- any Scream or Halloween finale is what it feels Come like. Uh, it's just not earned. The the This goes to like even deeper emotional depths and has some awesome fight choreography as well. Like, the the scenes where the Invisible Man is kicking the crap out of Cecilia, yeah. um, the corridor James... corridor scene as well. The corridor scene yeah. with the cops. It's... It belongs in any comic book movie, yep. but it's so good it doesn't feel out of place in this film to me. Or it, it didn't to me anyway. But it's that great balance of kind of still entertaining and just great to watch and visually incredible. But I think, I think um, more, what, it doesn't offset the the emotion of the film.
1: No, no, not at all. What what I think works about those fight scenes <clears> as well <throat> is that it doesn't rely on super strength. It's you can't see him, so you can just get in around your defenses. There's I don't. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's no scene where anyone gets held up by the throat or anything like that, which is like, all right, we're kind of pushing uh, the boundaries of. Only her.
0: Okay. She does. She literally is lifted off the floor by her neck um, in the kitchen when she's when he first attacks her okay. after he's washed the paint off. But she's she's little. You, yeah. And that's the fact that a woman is the only person that that happens to is quite. Telling as well, like that is just a power thing, isn't it? Of I'll put you where I want you.
1: Yeah, oh, it, I mean, horrible phrase, but you're exactly right. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, like Aldous Hodge, uh, sorry, James, there I was calling him by the actor's name for the whole thing. So, James is having the tar beaten out of him. Um,
0: oh, it's so good, isn't it? It's so well done. I, like, how do you act that?
1: It's, it's, it's so a, good, a, a right? Right, and like, so absolutely <laughs> all credit back to saying all credit, Aldous Hodge here, but yeah. And it's not like the the reveal of the person. No, they're not a bodybuilder. No, they're not Arnie. They were just quick. So, yeah. like, James is, you know, he's a very well put together man. So you're thinking, yeah. oh, well, he's going to win any fight. If it's a fair fight, sure. Mm. This is yeah, not a fair fight. just can't see him. Yeah,
0: He doesn't know where the next punch is coming from at all. Um, and just having his daughter watch the entire thing oh. as well. Um, oh, she's just there screaming, just... Stop it! Whatever's beating the shit out of my dad, make it stop. Um, and yeah, he doesn't care. Like he'll, he will. He's an equal opportun- opportunities attacker as well. Mm. He will punch that little girl in the face. He'll knock Cecilia um, around. He's such a yeah. He's so brutal. It just he doesn't care what's in his way. Um, yeah. Um,
1: and uh, we we so we we are introduced to uh, early on in the film. We were introduced to his. Brother,
0: mm, who is yes. the kind
1: of the family lawyer, <clears throat> and there is you kind of initially you're not really sure what side mm. of the fence he sits on. Yeah, um, there's definitely an acknowledgement of James had problems. No, sorry, James is the uh, the friend. Um, yeah, Adrian. Adrian had problems, you know, and saying he didn't, but you know, you have you have been left all of this in the will. She's mm. like
0: five million
1: uh, what? and even that let's say this was a totally different film altogether and let's say that no he did actually die and he did leave that mm. to her in a way <clears throat> that in itself is another dick power
0: move oh totally it's like your life the rest of your life is now decided by the money that I've given you yeah, does that yeah. taint everything for the rest of forever every achievement that comes
1: from this money mm. oh I had a hand in that
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, um what? what I do on the on the on his brother um there's an excellent excellent bit of foreshadowing um where they do the initial will reading scene and then um when Cecilia suspects that Adrian is still alive and tormenting her, she goes back to him um and they have a chat about um do you must be in on this, you must know that he's still alive. Yeah. And he admits that Adrian was abusive to him as well. Yeah. And that he basically says, like, you're not the only one that he had a power over. And it's that is, it, it's probably a bit too much, because I was like, oh, no, he's in on it. Like, he's being controlled as well. Like, Adrian has his puppeteering hands over everybody in his life. Um, and, yeah, and his brother is in on it. He's helping him pull off the murders, helped him pull off um, his own... Um, his own suicide, by the looks of it, um, and then even had him tied up um, to make it look like he wasn't in on it at all. Oh, that's...
1: yeah, like the kind of the way the kind of he's such oh, he's such a break. I actually, uh, funny enough, I you now maybe this was me falling asleep for part of the film. I
0: thought he was a willing participant. Um, as willing as anybody that's been gaslit is willing. Okay. Like he's been he's been manipulated into doing it because this is what Adrian does. Oh, okay. Um, like Cecilia wasn't with him for years out of choice. It was out of abuse. And imagine having that from a young age. Like yeah. he's indoctrinated his younger brother from birth essentially to do whatever he wants. So he's he's just as much a victim. He just hasn't been able to break out of it.
1: So, and it's it's kind of I mean you're right so it's kind of hard to then see because it's it's him that lays the smackdown on James it's not Adrian yeah it's not Adrian it's like, his brother yeah do I feel that you're a victim but as you say it's not like I have implanted a chip in the back of your head that will explode if you do not do exactly yeah. what I tell you to do the chip it's is way more subtle the abuse the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and again that's why this film I think succeeds it's not like the coercion is not you have 72 hours and this bridge will collapse or you know you mm-hmm. have this or that, or that it's like no it's i broke you long before the events of this film started
0: yeah absolutely yeah absolutely he was I man i would love to, obviously he dies um i would love him to have some kind of redemptive arc or freedom because he's i think he's definitely the We're not explicitly told that he isn't evil or that he is. I'm just making a leap that if, just given that opportunity, Adrian could definitely manipulate him from birth to be whatever he wants him to be. Um, But it's so clever having him the person that's revealed to be in the suit because even then, after Cecilia has shot him four times and thinks that she's getting some kind of resolution, she still doesn't. Yeah. There's still a chance that it was the brother the entire time and it's just another layer of Adrian's just like, you thought, you think you've got it, but nope, I, I even thought ahead to this point as well. Um, and this he still tries to plays it it as No, I was innocent all along and um, he was the one with all of the power. Um, his brother uh, Tom? yeah Tom yeah Tom's the one with all of the the influence and he's the one that was manipulative everything that leads up to that dinner scene at the end oh so good
1: Uh, like so good you get the feeling they're both trying to play each other a little bit yeah but in this point she's five steps ahead and just it's the resolution the film needs it's fist Mm. in the air kind of thing without being because the ridiculousness of the scene is there is an invisible suit. Once you accept that, which you yes. do from halfway through the film, yeah. if this works. If this was the yeah. reveal, that would have been like uh, yeah. Yeah, you're tying, oh Yeah. Do you tie that one wrong? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's so good. She makes an attempt to get him to she goes in with a wire and a witness, which is really clever, um, and tries to whether I don't think she ever thought... that. No. She knew this didn't have a chance of working because a narcissist like Adrian is never going to accidentally expose himself like that. So she goes in with the guise of I'll be with you if you admit to everything that you've done and that you're the person in the suit. He doesn't do that. She just appears to the bathroom. And the next scene is a knife floating by his head and then it slits his neck and he falls to the ground. A couple of seconds later, she comes back in. Now, she's getting changed really fucking quickly, but it is so, so, so good. You shouldn't root for somebody getting their knife slit, but, but, but <laughs> it's, again, it's really good.
1: Depending on the situation. No one agree. And I would agree, It's really It's not a jump scare. I do agree with you there. That, that knife slitting How the- is that
0: any different from the restaurant scene? Because oh, my god. Because we're rooting for the knife in this scene. And it, that could still be... Right, if, if a football comes in crashing through the glass and hits him in the head, mm-hmm. that's still a jump scare, regardless of me rooting for him or not.
1: So you're saying the restaurant is a jump scare, then?
0: It's not, because the football doesn't come through. It's not sudden. It's such a slow burn. It's unexpected, but it is a slow burn of five seconds. Whereas a jump scare is like, nope, didn't see that coming, bam. Anyway. Right, the difference is, you're driving a car, and an airplane lands on your car. Boom, whoa, holy shit. You're driving your car, you catch some ice, you spin and hit a tree. That's not a jump scare. It's a horrible thing that you see... Coming—that's scary. The plane is the jump scare. The tree is not.
1: No. no. <laughs> Anything that takes you by surprise in a scary way.
0: It didn't take me by surprise, though. It's a, oh my goodness. Okay,
1: yeah, I don't know. No. man. Anyway.
0: Right. Okay. Here we go. The end of Sixth Sense was that a jump scare? The fact that Bruce was dead all along. Not scary. It's a, it is scary no, it's not oh It's not god, even you, remotely scary you, mm. Okay At the end of Saw Your man is in the room all along He's the dead body Scary Not a jump scare
1: It's not sudden There's a gradual Neither is the, in the knife
0: in the restaurant Oh my god Yeah there is Yeah a jump oh, scare not, is a right, technique often
1: used in horror films and video games Intended to scare the audience by surprising them with an abrupt change in image or event Such as a knife hanging by somebody's head Usually co-occurring yeah, co- nope. with a loud jarring sound Which I have to say, I'm so over I'm so oh, over No, I'm over, but that is such a uh, big
0: part of the jump scare And that doesn't
1: happen in the restaurant scene The jump scare has been described as one of the most basic building blocks of horror movies Jump yes. scares can surprise the viewer by appearing at a point of the film Where the soundtrack is quiet and the viewer is not expecting anything alarming to happen or can be the sudden payoff to a long period of suspense, such as the restaurant scene in The Invisible Man. Uh, just reading this, is this is what the article says. Some critics have described... Oh, really? As, using that as a reference. Yeah, it's yeah. wrong as well. That's interesting. Uh, some critics have described jump scares as a lazy way to frighten viewers, and I do agree with that. It's very hard to make Audience. a jump scare work these days.
0: Yeah.
1: I believe that the horror genre has underclined a decline in recent years following the overlines of the trope. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Yeah. Um, that's that's something for another day. Yeah, just uh, there's just uh examples of jump scares. Now you'd be here forever going through the examples. Yeah, but
0: was number one not the restaurant scene from
1: Uh it's been voted the number one jump scare of all time by wow. um uh, Orson Welles So uh himself. Himself. excellent. Yeah. Wow. In fact, he jump scared his way back into Hollywood so that he could uh He can be wrong this. as well. Yeah,
0: good. Great. Um
1: um, so what do you think of the ending itself?
0: Um, well, the fact that she um, gets away with the the suit, so she um, takes the suit with it, doesn't leave it behind. Um, it's kind of a little bit ambiguous as to what she does next. She's happy to be free, that's for certain, but she obviously has plans for this suit, and that's where I'm hesitant about jumping into two, because... Mm her motivation for this film has been get away from Adrian and then protect herself, her friends and family and be still be free of him. Um, so unless the next step is to do the same for other women, perhaps? Which again, I would,
1: I would prefer the inference of, I suppose, the depiction of. Because then you just become a superhero. Or yeah, and maybe
0: that's the idea.
1: And, like... There's a, cu- there's a couple of things so if his company's ever audited and they're like oh invisibility suit no because well because no they, they managed to pan the invisibility suit on the brother okay so they can right that is one thing aside mm. if the existence of a second suit is ever discovered she immediately gets done for murder
0: oh 100% yeah
1: yeah um, well I didn't know but I don't know how you prove it though because I suppose although it will all be circumstantial but the footage, because there is cameras there, and it's, mm-hmm. and she she relies on that so
0: that it would look like he killed himself. But yes, it's circumstantial. It's mighty suspicious. Yeah, and I it, don't think she she wouldn't get convicted. It would be any crimes after the fact that they could directly prove. I don't think they'll ever be able to pin his death on her.
1: Yeah. I think I think so. Now again, challenge as a writer is if right. We know we have to. How do we work hmm. back to there? And you're going to have to put pressure on James. James knows. No, she, they never oh, say it to each other. Yeah. But, he uh-huh. has. but also, he sees the suit, doesn't he? He looks in the bag.
0: Oh, yeah. He looks. In, he hears it flickering yeah. and looks into the bag. And that's what tips him off to, oh, you slit his throat. Hmm. Um, even though he doesn't completely believe the invisibility suit thing. Because he's just... Even when, when she shot the brother... And after that, and they're in the police station, he's just like, okay, so maybe there was a suit, and if it ever actually worked, I was like, what do you mean, if it ever actually worked? Because all they have is a broken suit. He's still, he had the snot kicked out of him, mm. but he still doesn't believe that really this was an invisible person doing it. it is. He still thinks it's mirrors.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, because then cause you're, you're sitting like, if because for the most, all of this film, it plays it straight, again, there's no supernatural, so, you're coming at a at a place where we've watched horror movies. We we yeah. understand CGI. Invisible suit. No, it doesn't no, exist in do the it. real world. Which is, yeah. depending on how you depict that as an audience member, you could be screaming, going, "Of course, there's a goddamn ghost in the house. Get out!" Well, they've <clears throat> established, they've grounded it in such a way. No, there is not a ghost in the house. It really is just the wind. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's. I I th- I think it works well. I would be interested well I am interested. I definitely will watch a sequel if it comes out. Um, oh hundred percent. Performances alone, I'm here for the mm-hmm. sequel. Do you know? Now? Yeah. Um, and I do You've got to hope they'll
0: stick to a similar tone somehow.
1: big time, and again uh, I I as far as I know, the dark universe
0: is dead. I don't like I know it's oh, Will Dead Supposed it was to be dead part of it. Almost yeah. immediately after that cast photo
1: Oh, which, that's I think right. it was
0: dead. Yeah, yeah, actually, which is so it, yeah. annoying. My, it's you had Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe, mm. um Angelina Jolie
1: was the bride of Frankenstein, I remember that.
0: Yep. Yeah. A whole host of some of the biggest A-list celebrities, and then nothing after that. That was like the last bit of promo material. So such
1: a damp squib. It's cra- it's crazy because obviously from a marketing standpoint, if you can lead with Tom Cruise, you lead with Tom Cruise. So yeah. I understand. They went with The Mummy. That's grand. Because I don't think Dracula Untold is counted
0: as part of the Dark Universe. I don't think so. I, well, nothing is now. But Nothing. True.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, obviously, <sighs> out of Luke Evans or Tom Cruise, who's the bigger name? It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, actually, Dracula Untold is not a terrible film. It's just nothing you haven't really seen before in some way or other. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but, obviously, The, the Mummy was a enormous... Fl- it was just... But that's... I, I, I watched that, so I think... I can't remember if I watched it before or after In the Invisible Man, but definitely I was like, right, curiosity got the better of me. It's like, I must see yeah. this film. Um, And I had heard so much about it. I was expecting it to be worse than it was. Mm-hmm. So it's a fairly forgettable action film, some very cool yeah. set pieces, pretty cool acting, Um, and Russell Crowe. And, you know, it's... It's just trying so hard to set Mm -hmm. up that scene at the end of Iron Man. I need to talk to you about the Avengers initiative.
0: Oh, totally. That whole film is this. This is the problem, is no one's willing to do for some reason the hard work that the MCU did. So DC, the Monster Universe, um, the Eternals, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all three of them uh, are just they're not patient enough to sprinkle some films and then have a reveal of, oh, did you not know they were interconnected? Yeah, yeah they're, they're interconnected. Now we're going to do some shit. It wants that moment immediately. Like, we're all going to be excited for it. I, I don't see how you pull that off with, with franchises that you are you haven't already put the legwork in for.
1: It is. I mean, it's in a way... I think it's been articulated well and articulated badly but when people come out and say oh god damn it the MCU is ruining cinema no it isn't but it is putting a very steep wall up for other hopeful franchises Or and one thing it has done and I have to say I love the MCU I realise we're talking about The Invisible Man but I love the MCU it has made new blockbusters a much harder sell
0: of yeah, of course, because you can man Spider-Man. No way home is just it is that it's the all time it's the biggest domestic. It's overtaken Avatar, hasn't it? Now I think I domestically, I think I did not globally, but I yeah. think domestically it has, or it's very close to doing so. Um, like when the option is there to make billions, you're gonna take a risk at that instead of doing something original, aren't you? So it's, I get the temptation it's not it's not that the MCU is ruining anything it's just doing it so well other people want a piece of the cake
1: sorry just convert yes it, it has I, I remember because there was a bit like oh yeah. no, it didn't no it did it passed after. there yeah so um, Invisible Man sorry obviously if you haven't seen it well let me spoil the ending on you but oh it's a high recommend definitely, definitely watch it very very yeah. very strong film um, and just ignore anything you've ever heard of the Dark Universe it's not part of it it doesn't bill itself as part of it really so and there's no kind of there's no news report where you know a man who looks like tom cruise (laughs) was seen crashing out of an airplane or yeah russell crowe still wanted for crimes against cinema you know these kind of things yeah
0: frankenstein's Uh, monster still uninteresting (laughs) oh
1: my god such a difficult story like Frankenstein's monster, it's never really about the monster so much as it's about the hubris of man. Oh my god, we could do a whole episode on this. Right, okay, Ian, you're brilliant. Um, We will be back next week. Uh, Spoilery, spoilery, we will have a little bit of a different episode for you next week, and that's all that we shall say. We will indeed, yes. Yes, we will be naked. But, in the meantime, (laughs) you have a lovely... (laughs) <laughs> A lovely, however long it is, until we hear you hear from us again. Until we hear from we you, we love you loads. We love you. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs>
1: Thank you everyone for listening to our latest episode of the podcast if you want to stay in touch and stay up to date with us you can catch us over on twitter at english irish gtm ian if people want to reach out to you and find out who slash where slash what
0: you are where do they find you if you want to touch me it's at witsin that's W-H-I-T-T-S-I-N-N-E-D. I was fortunate enough To touch this man
1: During the year Speaking of plugs uh, You can catch me At Sean Ferrick On Twitter as well Uh, You're all awesome Thank you so much Bye Bye